It takes two. Amy Eiler, J.J. Gordon here on the Mighty 790 and 104.7 FM. One of the big stories, the headlines, you've been hearing it at the top of each hour on CBS, is UPS layoffs, um, 12,000 jobs. Uh, UPS to cut 12,000 jobs and mandate a return to office five days a week. Matt Piper, CBS correspondent, is with us to talk about it. Matt, welcome to KFTO Radio. Hey, thank you very much. Uh, Amazon isn't going away. I'm still ordering just as much online. It seems like there are UPS trucks everywhere. What's going on? 12,000? I know. It's a whole lot. I mean, they're still saying that this is really a cost-cutting measure. The uh, CEO, Carol Toon, yesterday said that with these layoffs, they will get about $1 billion in cost savings. So obviously, the way that this works is it's a money game. You know, yes, you see UPS trucks all over the country, I'm sure all over your area. And yeah, you know, they obviously, you know, work with Amazon to make deliveries. So they're busy, but I'm sure that there's still a cost cutting measure in there that they're saying, look, you know, the way of the future maybe might not be with as many drivers as we have. So that's why they're getting rid of so many people here. You know, I hear from people just in our local community here in Fargo, North Dakota, that Drivers are already being stretched. You know, they're told that there's times of the year that you're not allowed to take vacation because the delivery demand is so high. So now you're finding out that it's fewer people doing even more work than they were doing the year before. That doesn't seem to bode well, especially after just this last summer we were talking about a UPS strike. That was the big headline. Exactly. So that the Teamsters in August voted to approve this new five-year contract agreement. And yeah, you're right. You know, people have been complaining. I can't get time off. Uh, there's no air conditioning in my truck, et cetera, et cetera. Part of that deal was to, you know, alleviate some of the pressures of the workers, you know, get AC in the trucks, maybe give them more vacation time. Uh, you know, that only just happened a few months ago, you know, right before the holiday rush. Now, UPS altogether has, you know, a half million employees, 500,000 people. So these 12,000 jobs, it's not all delivery drivers. I'm sure it's people, you know, maybe in, in, a, in a suit and tie, you know, in, in an office somewhere for UPS. Um, but it's still a whole lot of people who are, you know, losing their jobs who thought that they were under this brand new great five-year deal that they just got back in August. Where, where are the – do we know, like, the, the, the region of the country that these layoffs t- are going to take place in, or are they kind of spread throughout – it seems like it's spread throughout. I mean, I spoke to some labor uh, people yesterday who said, look, you know, if you can get into the office, if that's a possibility or, you know, get to the warehouse, et cetera, and just be able to see your boss face to face, that's really a great thing to do. Obviously, a lot of us are working from home these days. And as you said, it's off the top. UPS uh, is mandating people go to work five days a week. But this guy, one guy that I spoke to said, you know, if you can get to the office and just be able to see people so that they remember that you even work there so that if layoffs do come down the line, you know, they can say, oh, I just saw Jim, you know, the other day and he was doing a great job. Now, not to say that that won't still keep you from being laid off, but I think that these layoffs are, are company wide, which means that they're nationwide. They're not just in, in one specific location. It might be on certain routes that maybe are not. Um, that heavily traveled. Uh, they might be in certain offices that are not that busy anymore. Uh, you know, we, we don't know. And I'm sure that they're also going to be structured in a way that it'll happen over the next few weeks, uh, you know, is in, in UPS places all over the place. Wow. And I mean, they're just the latest. I saw, wasn't there a handful of others that have all announced layoffs? Like it just seems to be uh, that 
when this when we start down this trend, it's it's all the companies doing it at once. And I almost think that that's by design. You don't need to get in on my conspiracy theory, Matt. <laughs> but but sometimes I feel like when one does it, they are all like, oh, we better do it right now. So you know, if no, Am- you're you're not wrong. If yeah, that's one Amazon, of the, one, one Google, of the- Citigroup, all these people are doing it. It's like UPS is like, oh, now's our time. Yeah, one of the guys actually that I spoke to, who's a, who's a labor psychologist, uh, yesterday said exactly that. That sometimes these companies kind of, you know, join the tornado, you know, so that it maybe doesn't sound as bad. But you're right. I mean, you know, technically this is still January. At the beginning of the month, which was the beginning of the year, you know, Google laid off several hundred employees. A friend of mine here in New York City was one of those who was laid off, and I, you know, knew about it as it was happening. Uh, Wayfair laid off a bunch of people. Microsoft just last week laid off about 2,000 people. Um, so it doesn't bode well, but I will say that some of these experts that I spoke to said that this is something that does happen at the beginning of every year, maybe not as drastic as it has been this year. And employers still posted 9 million job openings in December, and that was an increase from the month before. So it is a sign that the job market remains resilient um, despite not only high interest rates, but despite these these news stories that we keep hearing every day this month saying that there are layoffs. There are still job openings, even though there are also a lot of layoffs. So it's this just seesaw of, of chaos, if you will, for those who are in the middle of it. Matt, clearly you're you're talking to uh, people who are, you know, deep inside of the United States labor. Um, I, I'm, I'm curious about this. Are there any discussions about, doesn't it kind of seem funny that there was a lot of money poured into these companies from the government to make sure things go on, the COVID money, the PPP, <laughs> And all of a sudden, we're seeing layoffs because maybe the scale doesn't work for employees if there's no extra, you know, the, those bonus dollars have dried up. Yeah, it's possible. I mean, you're right. A lot of the PPP loans that go to, you know, large and small companies. And one of the other things that happened besides the money that was given to some of these places, they also hired a lot. You know, when people were working from home, uh, suddenly there were, you know, job postings, you know, galore. And some of these companies use that money to hire, hire, hire. So one of these labor experts yesterday that I spoke with said, you know, this is COVID obviously is still a thing. It's not as bad as it once was, but we're now at that time on the, you know, end of this slope where some of these companies are saying, okay, we, we almost overhired in maybe 2022, 2023 at the end of COVID and now we have to start, you know, letting some some things go here, and that unfortunately is people. So some of these places, you know, had these big googly eyes in COVID and hired a lot of people, and now they're realizing, you know what, it, 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 we're actually losing money after how how many people that we maybe overhired during the pandemic, and you know they're getting the short end of the stick now. I definitely think that if I was someone who was considering UPS as a job opportunity, when you see that there are cuts, even if it's not directly cuts in the things I'm going to apply for. It makes me think twice about getting a job at that particular company when you know that they're they're cutting to it sounds like it's a cost-saving measure for them, right? Like this labor is going to save them that almost a billion dollars, but it can't give the employees a real feeling of security in those jobs. Right. I mean, you're you're right. I mean, it's it's hard to say exactly who of these twelve thousand people are going to be getting cut. You know, is it people on the upper echelon of a salary cap? Possibly. You know, if I saw a UPS opening, say in a year or so, you know, I'd still probably go for it because under this new union contract, drivers, just the drivers, will earn an average of one hundred seventy thousand dollars 
in annual pay and benefits by the end of the deal. So we're talking about maybe the first year, you know, 140, then 150, 160, et cetera, and it just goes up from there. So on average, UPS drivers are still, you know, making a nice amount of money under this new deal. That said, you know, there's obviously red flags galore when you just heard about some possible layoffs, but maybe sometimes also when people are laid off, you know, some of these companies months down the line realize, you know, maybe we might need some of these people back, uh, you know, a la what Elon Musk did with Twitter, you know, a year ago when he, when he undertook it. And then there started to be bots galore and they thought, okay, now we have to maybe rehire some people in certain portions of, of Twitter or X, you know, to, to counteract what we got rid of. Um, so, you know, if you see a posting from UPS or one of these places down the line, you know, it doesn't hurt to apply, but obviously in the back of your mind, think this is a company that is laying people off. That's another thing that one of the experts that I spoke to yeah. said that, you know, there are companies out there that don't lay off. You know, he said Southwest Airlines has never laid off people. Toyota does not lay off people. So he listed some companies, some large companies that to this day don't ever do layoffs. So if you're looking, you might want to look for, you know, just start Googling companies that have never laid people off. You know, and and that might be a good route to go to as well. Oh my gosh, I love that tip. But also, that salary for those drivers. I mean, I wish you could have been in the room when you were saying it. And JJ and I were looking at each other with the widest eyes. <laughs> like I know. I mean, which is excellent. That's exactly what I want for people. I'm not dogging on it. I'm not saying it's a bad. I think that's great. That is a that's a livable wage, and they deserve that, 100. percent I was just I was kind of just shocked by the number, to be honest. <laughs> Yeah, I know. You thought maybe all three of us should start to apply. Yes, yes absolutely. Uh, yes, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> that's obviously an average. You know, maybe in some larger cities, people will be making more. But, you know, even part-time salary workers are going to go to about $26 an hour, you know, over the yeah. entire company. So, you know, they do, you know, they work hard. They lift those boxes, you know, men and women all over the place. And uh, and they a lot of times they did it without air conditioning in their trucks. I mean, I can't yeah. even imagine. Wow. I know. I know. And they, I mean, they put in work when you see them. And I mean, we live in Fargo, North Dakota. We haven't, we have a strange day happening today where we're going to break a record and it's going to be like 50 degrees, but don't get it twisted. Usually at this time it's 30 below. We have a couple of feet of snow on the ground. It's miserable for those people that are doing that job right now. Um, just trying to get to people's doorsteps. So they, they deserve that and even more. I mean, their job is quite tough, especially where we live. So uh, Matt Piper, CBS News correspondent. Thanks so much for joining us for a little bit on It Takes Two. We appreciate your time. Of course. Thank you.